wishes A time machine, a magic wand A globe made out of gold No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Starts now. Should there be people or people? Money, funny pedestals for fools who never pay. Raise your army, choose your steeple. The satellites can look the other way. Lose the earthquakes, keep the faults. Fill the oceans without the salt. Let every man own his own hand. Can you dig it, baby? What kind of world do you want? Think in anything. Let's start at the start. Build a master. Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change for America. Three days later, Mr. President, Kevin McCullough. Yep, it's us live from New York. Thank you for being here. I'm Kevin McCullough, and I'm Steve B. Please pardon Stephen. He's 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 like down under the desk looking for stuff and can't find it. Can't seem to find it. <coughs> Did I hide your cookies again? No, you told me I had a. Uh, 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 
You, they didn't tell me they got Hawaiian pizza. Hello. And you're so had, smart. I just had the plain pepperoni. You're you the smarty pants. You know who bought the pizza tonight? And I'm over here picking ham and you know who bought pineapple the pizza out of my teeth. No, who? Mr. Quinones for the whole team. We love Mr. Quinones. Let's give it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you know who bought it last week? Cut to his camera. Okay. Cut to his camera. Give the guy. If you're some, not, if you're, if, Jackie, throw the door open. If you're listening on the radio, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, this won't make sense to you, but I'm. That's that's Ivan. If you're watching by yeah, way of the man. chat room on the website baldwinmccullough.com, uh, but do you know who bought it last week and all of last year? L- let me take a wild guess. <laughs> You know who's never bought one slice of pizza the whole time he's been coming to do the show? Now, now Jackie. We're moving on. Jackie, show to the camera now the fabulous beverage. Can you hold it on camera there? Uh, hold okay. on. Okay. I got, I Oops. got, nope, wrong one. Yep, there we go. There, there's, there's Jackie's. Is that the black tea? That's the sweetened black tea sweetened from Starbucks. Sweetened black tea. All right. Okay. What do you Which want? Which one of those costs about as much as a pizza? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, Jack. You're fabulous. You work hard. <clears throat> yes, she and, does. And you put up with... And so does Ivan. You're, and Alex. You're a big bully. And me. Mm. <laughs> Whose name isn't on that list? I'm wondering. You want a bite? No. It's good. Yeah, but you ate off of it. So bite the side. He's, there, eating, he's eating the... I'll get some in the next break. Oh, okay. If there's any left. If Massapequa hasn't consumed it all. Uh-huh. Greater Massapequa. It's really good. I'm sure it is. Better than I thought. My pepperoni was superior. It was oozing with grace. It was, yeah. which is the way pepperoni is supposed to be. Uh huh. Go right into the arteries, slow everything down. Uh, 888-23- <laughs> 888-340-3373. Three, yeah. Um, let's real quickly. By the way, first hour. What? We can see if we can peek in on this for a second. The White House Correspondents' Dinner is going on, and by going on, I mean it's it's on. But I don't know if they've got it going on. Uh, because the president was just on, and to be really honest with you, it was kind of lame. But let's see if we let's see if we can just peek in on what he's saying here. This is the president live right now in D.C. That's pretty rough. Uh huh. Like your but presidency. Because my stepfather always told told me it's a boy dog world out there. That's the second dog eating joke tonight. Because. In case you're like now, Stephen and you didn't know, the Obama, Mr. Obama ate dog as a, ki- as a kid. Let me just say something to all the... Let me just say something to all my conspiracy-oriented friends... Conspiracy? Uh, ...on the right who think I'm planning to unleash some secret agenda. That's a new word, conspiracy. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. Good. At least he's admitting so it. Allow now. me to close with a quick preview of the secret agenda you can expect in a second Obama administration. In my first term, I sang Al Green. In my second term, I'm going with young Jeezy. (laughs) Michelle said, yeah. I sing that to her sometimes. In my first term, we ended the war in Iraq. In my second term, I will win the war on Christmas. In my first term, we repealed the policy known as Don't Ask, Don't Tell. In 
wait, though. In my second term, we will replace it with a policy known as it's raining men. All right, I'm sorry. I'm pulling out. I can't take any more. It's just... How do you spell Jeezy? J-E-E-Z-Y. Did I get that right? Yeah. Our resident hip-hop expert is confirming. So anyway, um, was that was it just me or was that not funny? Uh, no, it wasn't funny. It, were you, you, were, you didn't seem to be laughing. No, this guy makes me ill. Half of the people in the room didn't seem to be laughing. But the guy makes me ill. Okay. Yeah, that's just me. Well, you're the one who asked if we could pull it up. Yeah, I just, you know. Stephen was like calling me today. Hey, can we play some of the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner? <clears throat> he, actually, he wasn't using the Alec Floyd. So, <clears throat> so let me just read uh, from a young Jeezy lyric <laughs> right now. Are we able to? Uh, well, I, Please I, censor whatever you think may need to be censored. Uh, I'll just go. Uh, there's a, uh, uh, it's Young Jeezy featuring Lil Wayne. Uh, and the song is called. I'm sure that's a good combination. Ballin' is the name of the song. Okay. Which is in that world, in the hip hop world, uh, that's considered. It's about hoops, right? No. They're playing. They're playing playground. Ballin' would be how you're rolling and how you're successful and you have a lot of money and how you could buy whatever you want and do whatever you want. It's that's, like an NBA version of. Right. It's when you're playground. When you're a baller, that's what that means. I thought that was like. So in the second to shoot verse. The rock. It says, you think you're ballin' cause you got a block. He think he ballin' cause he got a block. You know these, referring to women as women of the night. You know these, <clears throat> H-O, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha, gotcha. Love to see me ball. You know these, <clears throat> H-O, <clears throat> right. came to see me ball. So besides being a, a masterful use of the English language and grammar. Right. This <laughs> But just I just I for for even for comedic reasons, once again, the leader of the free world makes a joke about someone who clearly is speaking negatively about women. Right. But isn't it odd <clears throat> that he stands there and says like okay, so so because critics will say Stephen back to you. Well, he wasn't being serious about Young Jeezy. He was joking because he's saying Al Green, who's a gospel artist, right? And so he says jokingly, "I'm going to sing." But then the the problem with that, and for those of you that were just listening, you heard this happen. The problem with that is he stops and goes, "Yeah, Michelle likes that." Yeah, and he looks over at her, and she's like just shaking her head, like slowly left to right. So obviously there's something about Jeezy that is a connection between he and the Mrs. and maybe their girls listen to him. I don't know what it is, but but there was something. It wasn't just like a joke and then they moved on. It was like a joke and then he went ad lib for a second. And I think his speechwriter is probably going, "Oh no, I don't know why. Why did you do that? I don't know." <clears throat> but I think if he's got something to read from, which is what he's doing, right? That there there could have been other choices he made. That would have been as funny as Jeezy, but as the president, maybe you wouldn't quote some guy. And if and you don't want me to read the next verse, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, because it 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 uses the worst kinds of profanity. Well, okay, so um, and this is who the president said he would sing. Yeah, so it, it's okay. you know what, dude, that's not funny. Well, out he of wasn't funny. out of his mouth comes his heart. 
So eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. Is Stephen a little too tweaked up about this? I'm just saying. Does Stephen have no sense of humor? Or or, or do, do you consider this to be a problem as well? Eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. Because some people will say, "Ah, oh, he's just joking." Ah, Baldwin, you're so tightly wound about this mm, stuff. Come on. Yeah. That's well, what some people would say. Right. But for me, it's just not funny that the president pretends to care. See, that's what bothers me. Is he's the he's the he's a better actor than Ronald Reagan. A lot of people would say that wasn't hard to do. Well, okay. <laughs> but what bothers me is From when they were acting. This guy is actually already once before convinced enough people that that's he, right. That he really cares. And that's and that's what we're talking about tonight. D- does someone who really cares but is really cool. Right. Is that a better president than someone who's kind of stiff and doesn't really relate to people that well but has solutions for things? Right. Can an uncool but solution-oriented candidate win the presidency triple eight three four zero three three seven three let's quickly go to line two annie in the bronx annie are you there hi how are you kevin doing well appreciate you being here uh you know um i was pretty straight before i was you know listening to what you guys played and it just blew my mind raining men okay annie you know what i want you to have time to make that point so stay with us we're going to take this break be right back baldwin mccullough live Online at baldwinmccullough.com, 888 Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CARES Project. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. It's uh, Baldwin McCullough live uh, from New York. Glad you're with us. The White House Correspondents' Dinner underway, and Mr. Kimmel getting some good ones across. Oh yeah, on the president's uh, part. You know this this dinner used to always be um, a roast of the president, and and usually they got kind of make fun of themselves. Right, like Bush always would would crack on himself, right. and it was hilarious. Um, and then the you know comedian hired for the night would do that as well. President Obama doesn't really do that very much. Yeah. He, like, made two, maybe three jokes in his whole thing he tonight about himself. Well, and they, they showed a close-up of President Obama's face when, when Kimmel said something like, Hey, Mr. President, remember when the whole country rallied around you in hopes of a better tomorrow? That was hilarious. And the whole room laughed. And it, show, it shows the president. He's like... No, he was... He was... Mm, he was another, mm, He was grinning mm, through clenched teeth. He, he wasn't laughing. He, 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 he. Uh, triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Annie from the Bronx. We were uh, we were uh, speaking with you. you. You have concerns about Mr. Obama, uh, even in what you heard from the dinner tonight uh, when we opened his mic up. Well, he. I don't understand what's wrong with everybody. I mean, I find him to be one of the driest people ever. When I think of say like George W. Bush, which there was a natural warmth. And just a humor. It was effortless. This guy is so corny. And and going to Stephen's point, he's a, a professional comedian. I agree that it, the reason why I think 
the reason why Obama is so dry is because it is from his soul. And one of the things that are very important for a joke to be funny is timing, and there has to be some sort of fundamental truth to it. And he, he doesn't, like, have that. But I, I did want to say one thing very quick. I think we can have somebody that doesn't represent all this coolness. He doesn't. It's all about people losing their fear. Obama's cool, but his mic was hot. He, it was very hot. When he's like a serpentine, he slithered over like to the uh, Russian president. I'm very upset, sorry, and betrayed us, claiming that after the elections, after he would have more flexibility considering uh, concerning our nuclear safety. How is that cool? I thought transparency was cool. Not not arrogance. But but Annie, here's my here's my point all night because you and Stephen, I agree with both of you. You're saying the same thing. But here's my point: American elections don't fundamentally get turned on those on those issues. You're right. We have we have loads and loads and loads of people that are going to go to um, just African American churches, just that one community, over the course of the next uh, five months, and they're going to sign up voters. And they're going to they're going to laugh at Whitey and they're going to say, you know, that we're going to try to keep Republicans and all the racists that are, you know, conservative and all this stuff. We're going to keep them in check and blah, blah, blah. And nobody's going to talk about the economy. No one's going to talk about uh, the moral uh, climate of what's involved in in, uh, abortion or protecting the family or even national security. No one's going to talk about that stuff. They're going to use invective and they're going to be very, very um, shallow in their response to what should be the most important decision a nation makes, who we are going to hire to run the place for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, and this is why this this is why transparency is so important. We've got to break down this myth. There is a Michelle Obama and a Barack Obama myth. I hate to say this, but one more slam on Ann Romney than. We should just do a split screen and show Michelle Obama doing the most incorrect push-ups. I could do those on my fingertips, first of all. They're, they're, they're like not even legit. I, I don't push-ups. even know what you're talking about now. I've never seen her do a push-up. And, and uh, I'm saying we have to get, it's, it's unfortunate, but we're going to have to also remind people that Barack Obama, see, there was a lot of adolescent hope that if he were president, finally they would have somebody that could really understand the, the Christmas they went through here in this country, he's not one of those. He's, he's not one of those. He wasn't raised here. He didn't come here till his formative self was already who he is. And by the way, we've just got to, what's wrong with talking about his mom? His mom was white. So he's not even 100%, you know, uh, uh, African-American black that could really understand their despair. Well, and he has absolutely no connection to uh, black suffrage in America at all um, because his father was never, I mean, his father was a Kenyan native. So uh, he didn't he didn't grow up a descendant of slaves or a descendant of family, uh, you know, that, that traced their route through that way in any way. So he doesn't have any relatable um, experiences, if you will, uh, that, that the uh, domestic um, community of African Americans in, in America deal with on a regular basis and he appreciate the call thank you triple eight three four zero three three seven three triple eight three four zero three three seven three we've asked one simple question tonight um is it possible for an uncool president to get elected is it possible for an uncool president 
to get elected. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Because everything, Stephen, this last week that the president was doing was all about being that cool guy, uh, even slow jamming the news as he did with uh, you know Jimmy Fallon. Show. He's a best-selling author, and yet somehow he still manages to discreet calls across the aisle. He said. Student term. The Pell Grant is a beautiful thing, but with college getting more expensive, is it enough by itself to satisfy all your collegiate needs? A pell no. All right, so that's no. 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 Okay, how does that fit anything? Well, it's Unless it's just a hatred for Christians. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It says Alex from the uh, cheap seats. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was an interesting thing. So the question is very simple. And friends, there's four phone lines open. Can an uncool president be elected? 888-340-3373. I will guarantee you that the, uh, the students on campus, on college campuses are going to make this all about student loans and contraception. I want my free birth control, and I want my college for free. I don't have to pay for anything. I'm tired of having to pay for stuff. Everybody else gets it for free. Why can't I get it for free? Um, somebody actually asked me last week when I said this uh, in another uh, setting, but um, I didn't get a loan. I had a very small scholarship for the first two years, but I didn't get a loan for college. And I worked and paid my way through, and I paid it off in five years. I was I was I had a little bit to go when I got done, but I had that all taken care of in the next year. Like when did we stop teaching our kids that you got to you got to pay for what you get out of stuff? Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Taking this break, coming right back. Uh, but can an uncool and Jackie wants to know when was the last time an uncool president was elected? <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time? Excellent question. Reagan Jackie. was a was a was an actor. He was a handsome guy too. Bush was a war hero. Clinton was Clinton, a hot cat. Uh, w. Bush, maybe he was an uncool president. Uh, but now, ultra cool president has been in for three years. And what did, what did we get for it? Can an uncool president be elected? Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. What is your opinion? Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough want to know now. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama is Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, 
Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. What if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is. What do you think of when you think of praying with your children? In a very simple, easy to read, and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is. 800-283-2360. That's 800-283-2360. 800-283-2360. Or online at TheBingeThinker.com I'm Hannah. This is my story. And it's not what you think. Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three weeks ago I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what would you say? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive, to choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough live. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel 
is uh, still at it at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And he will be for a little while. He's still at it. Um, 888-340-3373. But the, the question that we've asked you, and I, I'm honestly surprised that we haven't had more response to this, um, is that it's very clear that this election is going to come down to a pretty tight race. Yeah. There's a, and it's a pretty evenly divided country, partisan-wise. Well, people are scared, Kevin, but go ahead. Um, and so you've got hardcore partisans on the left that are going to try to rally their base, and you've got people that are crying for change and saying, we've got to go in a different direction, trying to rally people that aren't part of that base. And then there's going to be some people in the middle that haven't quite figured out what they believe about everything, and they're going to be the ones that kind of end up deciding it. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be about 30% in each camp, and then that middle 30 is going to vote one way or the other and the way that i feel like the administration is is trying to win this election is by appealing to that 30 percent that are in the middle and say we're cool those guys aren't cool let me give you an example of something that happened this week um president obama went uh they have a list of uh the donors to the romney campaign because all political contributions are transparent as they should be. Mm-hmm. You should you should be able to look up and see who's giving money to which campaign. Um, the the issue of uh, what happened here was is that people that gave large sums of money to the Romney campaign were then outed publicly by the Obama by Team Obama. Right, and they were shamed. They were said, "Oh, these are people that are against progress for America." And uh, they went. They delved into some of their histories and found out a couple of them had, uh, you know, had minor violations at some point. So they mm-hmm. were revealing criminal histories, and they were they were making all this stuff public mm-hmm. about the people that had given money. And then there's then they're saying, well, you know, look at who look at who Romney's getting his money from. That's that's the the degree to which this uh, current administration is willing to dig in and try to like because the goal there is to intimidate people not to give the other side money Mm -hmm. say if you give him money we're going to do this to you too so that was just one thing then this other incident occurred where you had um marco rubio is taking a larger scene on the campaign trail for the romney campaign and he did two things important last week he went to um the uh, some think tank in D.C. gave a speech on foreign policy, which was very well received. Mm-hmm. But this other thing that he uh, has been working on is a is an alternative, a more constitutionally based alternative to um, a solution for the illegal, illegal immigration issue. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to figure out he's not trying to solve the whole thing, but he's trying to say, what about kids who were born here of illegal parents, but they themselves, because they were born here, are American citizens? What what can we do to help these families? And he's reached out to a bunch of groups that had worked with Obama in the past. Okay, so he's he's calling them up. He's saying, "Hey, I'm trying to come up with a solution that people actually vote for and that we can actually make something happen on." And he's getting a great reception from people that are both supportive of the president and people that aren't. And and they're saying, "Hey, at least someone's trying to do something about this." Just within hours of him contacting each of those people, Team Obama sent a couple of people to go pay visits or to make phone calls into saying, well, you know, you can't really trust Rubio because, you know, his plan's not going to fix anything, and and you just can't trust him because he's a Republican and all the rest of this stuff, Mm -hmm. to which some of the groups were were quite offended. So it is this this kind of visual image of you want to – they kind of create this world around them saying, 
if you don't if you don't get to appear to be cool, we're not going to let you be on our team. <laughs> and the only way you get to be on our team is by doing what we want. That's like coolness, coolness is all saturated through their strategy yes. to win. I can't. I love what you just said. If you don't even appear to be cool, yeah. But, but go ahead. That's great. Well, that's what they want. I mean, right. and they want that for the president. And and he, here's my point: you're going to have folks that walk into the voting booth that are going to pull some sort of uh, lever that will not have done any research on what they're voting on. They won't be able to tell you the difference in the Romney economic plan and the Obama economic plan. They won't have read them. Right. They won't be able to tell you uh, why they're for or against uh, Obamacare. And you know how I know this? Howard Stern sent a reporter into Harlem, New York, during the election in 2008. Right. And he said... He said, he said, just go interview everybody that's on the street that you see. So they walked up one end of Harlem to the other, and they made Obama synonymous with all of McCain's positions. Right. So now Obama was pro-life, and he was pro-more uh, intervention in military uh, issues, and he was pro-tax cuts and all these things. And they're asking these, did you know that President Obama's in favor of this? And the, street, and the person on the street going, yeah, man, he's the cool guy. I'm voting for him. And they're like... Even though he's he's pro he's pro life yeah 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 pro life that's what I am yeah 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 it was it was really so that's what we're up against stay with consider the coffee bean ever since the dawn of mankind never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day to day basis so if you enjoy your coffee I want you to check out more than coffee when you click on thebingethinker.com by going to more than coffee and clicking the button you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to sub-Saharan Africa across every continent of the globe be able to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee at thebingethinker.com Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media.
In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. All right, it's uh, Baldwin McCullough live from New York. Glad you're with us. And uh, for any stations up and down the uh, line that may have been, if we were a few seconds off, we apologize for that. We uh, normally have another piece in the system that wasn't there tonight, and so uh, no, it's all my fault. It's uh, no, it's my fault. <laughs> it's about Stephen, it's about we, it's about time you we fessed up. We don't let you near the buttons for a reason, I, and it's heartbreaking. I know. We'll see how bad we do when I when I'm in charge. But imagine what, imagine if we left you to be. Here's what's one really dumb of you. What's that? Like if you croak, God forbid. Ivan will see to it that you're okay. What if he croaks too? Then what happens? Well, then you're just <laughs> you are up a long river without a paddle. That's all I got to say. Uh huh. Hey, um, thanks for uh, what you guys have done uh, thus far. Uh, but we wanted to remind you that every two seconds. Uh, a child in the world becomes an orphan. How many parents are in this room tonight? One, two, three, four. Is Anthony? Five. We've got five just in the, amongst the people that are here. But imagine if your kids didn't have you all of a sudden. And um, every two seconds, that's becoming the reality for a child somewhere on the planet. 44,000 children become orphaned every day. How many? 
44,000. Jackie, look up, uh, uh, Google this for me. Uh, what's a modern da- uh, day town in America that has a population of roughly 44,000 people? Because I'd like. Where, okay, what's that town's called? Which one? Clinton, Connecticut. Okay, just imagine Clinton, Connecticut just tomorrow, um, just appearing, and it's all orphaned kids. And how cool is Jackie that she didn't even have to Google it? Yeah, that is true. Jackie's better than Google. But. On a serious note, 44,000 kids a day. 44,000 kids a day. That's every, crazy. Every 90 seconds. Now, this is the one that breaks my heart. An orphan dies That's from starvation and cool. preventable malnutrition. Not cool. Every 90 seconds, um, an orphan dies from starvation or preventable malnutrition. So here's what Stephen and Kevin and another radio host named Danny Johnson, and some other media members uh, are going to start joining together on. In fact, we've got a big announcement coming up Monday that's going to all the media across the country. But there's this uh, effort that we're being part of, 2012 in 2012. It's basically 2012 orphans that we're trying to feed in 2012. Now, Stephen, if we do the math and 44,000 are becoming orphaned every day, this is a drop in the bucket. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, but, but there's this thing. Do you try to solve the entire problem or do you do what you can do? Right. Exactly. And, and, and uh, I think that this campaign, uh, I'm not sure if it was you directly or food for orphans. I believe it was you came up with the 2012, I think it's brilliant. Well, it's 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 a wonderful idea to market an issue that is and a topic and a subject that is completely overlooked every day by millions of Americans. And the other thing, the lovely Mrs. My Mrs. and I were we were reading. I was showing her the press release because, as you know, we've been on a trip with Food for Orphans. Right. You guys went to the Dominican Republic. Correct. Yeah. And. You know, and just, you you actually held AIDS babies at, yes, at one stop. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, and, and you know you can't rank you know how bad all this stuff is, but but one of the things on that trip that uh, and I'm pretty crazy. You know, it takes a lot to you know to shock me. Right. We literally showed up at an orphanage, and there was no food. I mean, it, it was one of these places that food for orphans you know had contacts in the Dominican Republic and we're going to go there and it wasn't even necessarily a place that absolutely was supported by food for orphans because these things you know get doled out well they're out. constantly making new relationships exactly. so there's exactly. new orphans so we get to this one place yeah and it's not like they knew we were coming and so like let's play some game and hide the food they had no food we literally the busload of people that were on the trip there was about 12 of us had to like go to a supermarket and, and get stuff for these kids that had nothing to eat. I mean, yeah. was, and I looked at, at at our buddy that's Gary. Yeah, Gary Van Dyke. He was the head of Food for Orphans, and I'm, I'm I'm like, this is a joke. This is you're kidding me right now. And he just, I mean, he looked at me with you know incredible sadness in his eyes and just said, "No, bro, this is this isn't some game. Like, like if we leave here and don't do something." They have nothing to eat today. So yeah. it, was, it was just nuts. 60 million orphans on the planet right now. 
That's more than New York City, the entire metro uh, area of men, of New York City, Chicago, and Los Angeles, triple. Mm-hmm. That's more than those three cities combined in triplicate. And with our program, because I, I know that people can go to the website and you'll get to that. But how much does it, with our, it's a day? What is it a day? 25 cents per meal. I'm sorry. Say that again. 25 cents a meal. <laughs> so So one kid can get three meals a day. For 75 cents. All the food for that day, uh, because most kids in the third world don't eat multiple times a day. Right. If they get to eat it all, they eat one time a day. Right. So one wholesome meal of a big serving of rice, chicken, beans, uh, and 17 vitamins. Uh, Food for Orphans went to food scientists and they said, here's the places where most of our orphans live. Here's the conditions. What do we need to put in the recipe? And they went. They actually sent field teams out, and they did studies, and they said, "Oh, well, orphans are deficient in these seventeen vitamins." So they actually infuse the recipe with those vitamins. I'll tell you how you can be part of it, but we're asking you to help us with this. Twenty twelve and twenty twelve, when we continue. Finally on radio, Danny Johnson. Ninety-eight percent of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of sixty-five. Danny Johnson. Nationwide Sunday nights. A production of Extreme Media. You poured your entire life into that home. Shouldn't it be able to last you a lifetime? Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough, and if you feel that way, and you're over 62, and your home is still your primary residence, I want you to get the public service free facts from SeniorClarity.com. 1-800-973-1140. 800-973-1140. Because the investment you've made in your home should last a lifetime. SeniorClarity.com. 800-973-1140. Senior Clarity. Reverse Mortgage Education Specialists. Every two seconds, a child becomes an orphan. 44,000 children become orphaned every single day. And every 90 seconds, an orphan dies from starvation and preventable malnutrition. Every 90 seconds. That's why the talk radio hosts, Danny Johnson, Stephen Baldwin, and Kevin McCullough are combining efforts along with Food for Orphans for 2012 in 2012. Our desire is to try to feed 2,012 orphans in the calendar year of 2012. $92 will feed an orphan right now for the next entire year. That's 25 cents a meal. And friends, this is a specially designed diet. It has 17 vitamins and nutrients that are unique to orphans' malnourished states. Call now, 1-888-340-3373. Or jump online to 2012in2012.info. That's 2012 in 2012.info. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, 
Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. So if you missed any of uh, tonight's show on Baldwin McCullough Live, the uh, the podcast of it will be up um, all week long at uh, baldwinmccullough.com. And you can also subscribe to the podcasts on iTunes uh, every uh, single week. You can get them for free. They're absolutely free. Um, I'm Kevin McCullough. He's Stephen Baldwin. We were talking about 2012 and 2012 just before we left. Um, What's the website, Kevin? 2012 in 2012.info. Dot info. Dot info. 2012 in 2012.info. And what we started to uh, say was that for um, the, this first part of the campaign here from April and May, there's a foundation out of Texas called King's Ransom Foundation that has agreed to match every gift given, no matter how big or small that gift is. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can feed all 2012 kids they will feed an additional 2,012 kids. Now, remember, the premise of all of this is every two seconds a child becomes an orphan and every 90 seconds another one dies from starvation and preventable malnutrition. Mm -hmm. Preventable malnutrition. In other words, we don't have to let the malnutrition happen. And, uh, friend, Stephen and I have been coming your way, what, three years now? And we have a lot of fun. We laugh. we, we, We cut up. We do all sorts of things every single weekend. We seldom ever ask you to do anything by way of uh, certainly not giving to us or anything like that. But, friends, this has become an obsessive passion for us. We want these kids to know what it is to have a healthy meal in their stomach. And one bowl of food that has rice, chicken, vegetables, uh, beans, soybean uh, protein, and an additional 17 vitamins and nutrients that have been designed by food scientists to help meet the needs of orphan children that have been severely malnourished. That serving of food can be given to that child for 25 cents. I'm, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you, please go to 2012in2012.info and be as generous as you can through that website right now. Because when you do, 
every child you feed, and it costs $92 to feed one kid for an entire year. I can't feed Stephen one half day on $92. <laughs> the Starbucks and the Twinkies alone just put me over that, that, uh, that amount. Chocodiles. The Chocodiles. That's a Twinkie dipped in chocolate. <laughs> you see my dilemma. So um, so can we do this? Can we do $92? Here's what the McCullough family decided to do. We're going we're gonna to do away with um, the extra date night each month. We're, gonna, we're, we're not going to spend money on the babysitter and going to dinner and everything else. We're going we're gonna to take one child a month for the whole year, which means over the next 12 months we're going we're gonna to try to feed 12 kids for that entire year. Um, friends, you don't have to do that much. Could you do one child at 92 Dollars, one child at ninety-two dollars, or half of that, forty-six or whatever it is. Whatever you can do, it's going to be matched by the King's Ransom Foundation. So please be as generous as you can. And if you would like to call your gift in, eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. Push two when you call. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Uh, I'm going to be doing something very similar, but I'm going to announce it later, similar to what you and your missus have done. But call right now. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. What if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is what do you think of when you think of praying with your children in a very simple easy to read and quickly memorized book your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is we can pray everywhere and anywhere carol mcintyre's brand new title prayer is and when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the prayer is logo you'll save almost half the price at amazon.com so check out prayer is 800-283-2360 that's 800-283-2360 800 283 2360 or online at thebingethinker.com.